Hello, BTS armies everywhere. Welcome to the podcast. This is Begin the Search. It's a BTS-inspired podcast, and I love that we can come together at various times of our day or night, and I love that we can talk about BTS and listen to someone else talking about BTS and enjoying. So I hope that you're all doing well, and I hope that you are being as safe and healthy as possible in these rough times. I wanted to come on here and acknowledge that I've been able to enjoy and watch or witness BTS speaking at the UN. It's, I don't know all the initials for it, but the United Nations General Assembly, I believe, or Global Assembly, excuse me. And I've been able to enjoy that this morning. I watched it and I cried when they started to perform Permission to Dance, they just looked so happy and they looked peaceful and they looked just full of hope and full of life, full of positivity. It was a little bit disappointing that I didn't get to hear the guys speaking, even though I'm glad that I could see what they were saying because there was an interpreter. So there was a live interpreter or translator, I guess it's called interpreter, um, there were two different ones because one of them interpreted for like half of the material and then another one switched off, I believe, because when you talk that much and when you talk that fast, you need to take a break. So they did change out. Um, two different women were able to help interpret into English so that I could understand what they were saying. And the only part that I was able to hear actual BTS members' voices was when Jimin partway through his second segment, I believe, when he was trying to turn the, turn the cards or to, to talk about the pictures and the hashtags and Twitter users that were on the boards that they put up on their, you know, their trifold stands. He said, excuse me, I'm sorry, as he was trying to get his card switched over to the next piece of his speech. Um, and so that was nice because I was happy that I could hear Jimin's voice even though I didn't understand everything that he was saying. But it was only momentary, and then the interpreter's voice came back on. So I hope that I get to watch a, a version of the video where even if it's all in Korean, I still want to hear their voices and I want to watch them um, without, any, without any dubbing or without any you know overlay of speaking. So it's not that I don't appreciate the interpreter. I do appreciate them very, very much because if I hadn't had them, I wouldn't have known what BTS was saying unless there were subtitles. So I intend to watch it again a couple more times and hoping that I can um, really understand at least a few words because I am slowly studying Korean and <laughs> I can pick out a few words here and there. But I loved how they came out just so assured and so... I mean, what an honor, what a huge, beautiful honor to be the, the representative for youth, to be the, the voice that the global assembly wanted, that they got to speak like that. And yes, I'm in my car, I'm traveling. So I just thought I would take a minute to come talk to you guys and give my thoughts on the, on the event. Also, 
I was like, oh, this just makes so much sense that they have permission to dance, that they're going to follow this speech with permission to dance. And I wasn't sure exactly what they were going to do, if they were going to perform it live or if it was pre-filmed. It was definitely pre-filmed because after their speech, it uh, showed the pre-recording and they started at the podium or on the stand and then they went through the aisles of the, the assembly room. They went through the middle aisle and a couple, a couple of the members came in from the sides and they didn't do any dancing until they got out into like a lobby area. Um, and they didn't do choreography once they got to the lobby area. They were just kind of freestyling it and around Hobie's part. And then once they went outside and out of the exits or whatever, the, the main entrance, they did start to dance on the courtyard area of the United Nations building. After that, they went down the sidewalk and you could see a couple of people sitting down. It looked like they were picnicking. Um, people who were wearing other colors because BTS was all in black and white and then all these other people came in from the side behind them on the lawn so that was pretty cool it would look like people of many different cultures uh, different ages I didn't directly see if there were any children or elderly out there but it was people who could dance and I didn't really also notice because um, I was looking at BTS, so I didn't notice in the background if all those extra people were doing the Permission to Dance choreography or if they were just freestyling it and kind of celebrating the moment. First I set my alarm, but I got to sleep so late last night I decided not to wake up to that alarm, so I reset the alarm before I fell asleep. Knowing that I could watch a, a replay of it or watch a video of it, so I am not one of the people who watched it live, although my intention was to watch it live and, and celebrate and just feel so, so proud of BTS in the moment when everybody else that was watching it live was also able to see it. But I knew that my sleep was going to be more important if I wanted to be successful today in my work and in what I needed to do. So I didn't get up and watch it extra early, but I was up a little over an hour later and I immediately turned it on. So I watched it in YouTube and I appreciate our technology that we're able to view such things so close to either live or so close to when they're released. It's great. And I appreciate YouTube and I appreciate the internet. I appreciate the United Nations and other people who were there to stream it for us or whatever all of the different setups were. And I love BTS so much, and I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for ARMY, and I just, I am thankful that so many people were able to speak about positivity through Twitter, because when BTS, like about a week ago, came in and said, tell us your stories, we want to hear from the youth, the teenagers, the young people in their 20s, we want to hear how you've been feeling about the last two years and they were able to take examples of that they were able to make like little display boards of different people different youth and young people doing the things that they enjoy but it was outdoor activities that people were sharing with BTS and so someone from the team the hype team or whatever big hit 
was able to cut out some of those, print some of those pictures out and put them on the display board. So I think that's, that's really great. Congratulations to the armies, to the people who were able to have their art and their hobbies and their things, the, the pursuits that you enjoy, the things that you're going after, the things that you are focused on to show that you're not just a lost generation. I will include myself with this. I'm not, I'm not lost either. And with the pandemic and with everything changing and everyone saying we need to adapt to a new normal or a new reality. I know Young said it in his part of his speech. We have to adapt to a new reality. I'm just thankful that everyone who shared pictures and different thoughts with BTS and Twitter, how you're proving that you're not just sitting around feeling sad, feeling sorry, feeling hopeless. You're not this person that thinks life is over, life is about to end, but you're going forward and doing the best that you can. And I'm going forward and doing the best that I can. And no matter our age, no matter no matter our status in life, no matter what we have done or are doing or what we've been through, no matter what culture or our orientation, anything like that, we can be BTS fans. We can be happy people. We can be people that are not lost. We can be positive. And I want to encourage everybody that no matter what we're doing, no matter what's going on in our world, we can be winners. We can get ahead in life. We don't have to accept when someone says, oh, life is over because we have viruses and illnesses and pandemic and all this. We don't have to just accept that and succumb to like fate of the world being a dying world. You know what I mean? So I really appreciated when J-Hope, in part of his speech, he said, it's kind of sad to talk about the world as if it's coming to an end. And he was trying to take it farther and talk about how there's positivity. And then Young said we can live every day with positivity and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of paraphrasing, kind of summarizing the parts that I remember. Like I said, I'll watch it again. But it's definitely worth your time if you didn't get to see it. You can find it in YouTube. You can search uh, UNGA or the UN Global Assembly. You can um, search BTS's speech or performance. Anyway, I'm super glad that they are in this country right now. It's amazing to think that they're in the United States right now. And they're far away from where I live. I live several states away. They're in the east near the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, and I'm in the west. <laughs> in the mountains. I'm close to Colorado, if you know where that is. I'm close to Las Vegas, if you know where that is. So I'm not close. I know like 10, 12 hours drive, something like that. But anyway, I'm just giving you an idea of where I am in the United States from where BTS is in New York. And I'm very thankful that they traveled here safely. I'm very thankful that they're all in good health. They seem to be in good health and in good spirits. It was really great to see the president and he, like he had that shiny pin on his suit coat and I got to watch a video clip of 
each BTS member uh, walking towards him and standing next to him and posing for pictures. They had masks on, but you could still see which member was which. And at the end, he would bow and like, I don't know if he shook hands with them or no, he was just clapping his hands. So I got to see that he would bow and uh, clap his hands. But the, the way that that video was cut or, you know, spliced together was that the only people that I saw him bow and clap his hands with were Jimin and Hobie. But I'm sure he did the exact same for everybody. Maybe Tay also, can't remember. But they just looked so proud to be involved and so proud to know him, to meet their president. I'm sure they've met him a few times. And what an honor to represent. What an honor to display things from the lives of some of some armies. And what an honor to use their voice to share and to prepare for this event. I think it's just incredible and I'm very, very grateful to be somebody who loves BTS and to, who knows BTS and very aware with what they're doing. I'm thankful for social media for that reason. I really never had a huge use for social media before I became ARMY. I had no use for Twitter. I was using Facebook a little bit to catch up with my family members, like relatives that don't live close by. So I could see pictures of my nieces, my nephews, uh, my sisters, my brother, and catch up a little bit with some what friends are doing. But really, Facebook hasn't been a great outlet for me lately in the last few years. It just seemed like Facebook was a place where people would stalk their crush or stalk their ex or, you know, find out what their ex or their current crush is doing and just a place where people would share viral videos and it just kind of annoyed me because I was thinking if I want to see these viral videos, I can look on YouTube. So I didn't really want Facebook to be a place where viral stuff was shared like that. It, there's nothing I can do about it. If that's how Facebook is, that's fine. But I didn't really have a use for it. And so when I found BTS and I found their Twitter and I found other people who love BTS and want to talk about them and want to share what they're doing and share memories and pictures of concerts and different things, I was like, oh, this is what I want to use social media for. This is great. This is something that I can you know, be happy to keep using and possibly even meet people and make friends. And I did actually meet a few armies through Twitter. So I'm really happy about that. And now I've arrived at my def destination. You can stop hearing the sound of the rushing of the road. <laughs> but thank you so much for bearing with me through that travel. Um, sometimes I just have to snatch whatever minutes I can get to record and I don't want to wait so long between episodes anymore. I think that if I'm going to have a podcast, it's important for me to keep up with it. I teach a lot of music lessons. I'm working at a school and it's really great. It's rewarding work, but I am a lot of times I'm just so tired at the end of the day. So thank you so much for listening to me. And I welcome anyone who would like to talk with me. It's so easy to record with somebody else on this app. All I have to do is send a link to you and you would click that link and you wouldn't even need to share your real name if you didn't want me or anyone else to know your real name, but you could share like a Twitter handle or an Instagram handle or something like that. 
you could share, like if you had a website or a blog or whatever, and you want people to be able to find you, you can share a nickname if you don't want to be known by your real name or whatever you want to share. You could call yourself BTS Army in South Dakota or BTS Army in Indonesia, whatever you want to call yourself. And we would just connect once you click the link, we would be in and we would be able to use our phones and talk and just record together. It would be great. So I encourage you guys to participate if you want to. You're definitely invited. Um, I do need you to be above the age of 18 just because some parents do not want their children <laughs> to be in a public platform like that. And I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know what all the rules are, but just to be safe, please be above the age of 18 or at least 18 if you want to be joining me in the podcast as a featured guest or anything. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to talk briefly about another situation, and I'm sure you can feel what this is just by me saying another situation. Um, It's come to my attention through Twitter, and a lot of people are shocked about this. And a lot of people aren't surprised about this, which is very sad. But I just want to publicly apologize to BTS, even though I wasn't involved. It is... Because BTS were not treated well when they arrived at the airport in New York City. And I am very sad about it. I'm very disappointed and I'm ashamed. Even though I had nothing to do with that. I'm quite... uh, I'm disgusted, honestly, with how BTS was treated by people who made these choices to go to the airport and to crowd them and to make it so that they couldn't come off the plane and get to their vehicles in a quiet and peaceful manner. They had to be interrupted by a crowd of people. And even if it wasn't a mob, it sounded like it could very easily turn into a mob if the people didn't behave themselves. Or if even one person got out of hand, other people might follow because it's really easy to do something once someone else is doing it. It's easy to follow that example. It only takes one person for other people to decide to follow. And that can be in a good situation or in a bad situation. So like, let's say we're in a public park or a plaza and there's garbage around on the ground. One person decides, I want to do a little bit to make this place better. I want to make a difference. So they bend down and they pick up a piece of trash. Now I understand at this point in our world, it's kind of risky and dangerous to pick up a piece of trash because you don't know if the person who used the trash might have been infected with something that might be sick. It would have been a great idea before we were in a pandemic or if we all had a pair of gloves, which we don't, or, you know, one of those grabbing tools that you like, you hold the handle and you pinch it and the little claw arm opens up and then you can close it once it is grabbed onto the trash. So 
we don't all have that. But if we're going to pick up trash, we probably should have that these days. Anyway, someone's got to pick up the trash so our world doesn't just become a garbage world. But imagine if you're in a plaza, you know, there's a fountain or a little waterfall or something beautiful. And there's tons of people milling around, spending time, reading, talking, eating, whatever. And there's trash on the ground. One person picks it up and throws it away in the actual trash receptacle where it belongs because another person was careless and left it there. So it takes one person to do something that's negative and a lot of people could see that negative thing and also follow it. So maybe a, a person leaves their wrapper on the ground and walks away. Another person, person sees them and they're like, oh, well, if they can toss their garbage on the ground, so can I. It's not going to really change anything. It's not going to affect anything. It's just one more piece of trash, right? Just two pieces of trash, not a big deal. Well, someone's going to see that trash and think, well, other people are putting their stuff on the ground, so I can too. And it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And the mentality is just sad that people think that this won't hurt anybody, that it won't hurt humans, that it won't hurt the environment, and it won't hurt animals, and that it's okay to have trash on the ground. But it's not okay because, one, it's dirty, two, it's disrespectful, and three, it's ugly. But if you're that one person that picks up the trash and someone sees you doing it and they think, hey, that person made a difference, I felt good when I saw that person pick up that trash. I'm going to pick up a piece of trash too. I'm not telling you to go out and touch trash now because we're in a pandemic. You never know if there's going to be some bacteria, you know, some viral material on the trash. But we can make a difference. We can do things. We can hold the door open for somebody. Uh, if someone sees a person in front of them holding the door open, they might feel inspired by that and decide that they're going to hold the door open too. And they might say, well, they only hold the door open for one person, so I'm only going to hold the door open for one person. But then they might think, you know what? I have a little bit of time. Why don't I just stand here and hold the door open for this big group of people that's coming through? It just takes you know, one person to make a difference and one person to set an example. And I love that a lot of people know how to behave themselves. If they're in the airport or whatever situation, we have been told, encouraged, urged, and all these things by Big Hit and by the staff, leave the artists alone. Do not approach them do not follow them. Do not stalk them. Do not go to where they're lodging. Do not follow them to the airport. Do not take pictures or videos of them without consent. We've been told do not do all this, but not everybody reads the rules and not everybody listens and not everyone uses common sense. So I'm just trying to say to BTS publicly, I am very sorry for how you were treated I'm very sorry for how you were received into the airport and possibly, I don't know if this is true or if it's a rumor that was spread around, but possibly, possibly you were followed to your hotel or any other place, maybe where you, where you rested or where you're prepared for the United Nations Assembly. I'm very sorry that some people made the choices to make you uncomfortable and possibly put you in an unsafe situation by crowding at the airport and by flashing pictures in your faces and spreading it all over the internet. It's a very selfish choice and I'm sorry that people did it. And I, I'm just shocked by it, but 
also not surprised, sadly, but I am very embarrassed that it happened in the United States because I would like for the United States armies and the whole environment of arriving in the United States, I would like that to be a good memory and to be a positive, beautiful memory that BTS feels like they can come here to the U.S. for their tours or for different appearances or promotions for interviews for any event and that they're not going to be mistreated at the airport. And so I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling emotional about it because I'm, I'm so disappointed that it happened. If you're listening and you're one of those people who went to the airport, I just want you to hear that that was not appropriate. It was not okay. It was not kindness. It was not, I'm sorry to be so strong, but at the same time, I'm not sorry. I, I'm sad that if you call yourself an adorable representative, that was not a good choice to make, to go and crowd BTS and cramp them and make them uncomfortable and make them feel less safe. That was not okay. And if you thought, oh, well, we'll do this because BTS wants to see us. They want to see ARMY. They want to see their fans. That's not the right way to go about it. BTS will see us when it's the right time to see us in a situation that is properly and carefully, you know, set up and arranged so that everybody can feel safe and everybody can feel comfortable and they're not going to want to ruin such an important moment. And also they've traveled for 14 or 16 hours, whatever it is. They're very tired. They're getting off the airplane and they don't need to have that stress of people going and crowding them. So if you're listening and you've ever considered or you actually have gone to the airport, even though you must not do it, please reconsider those choices and please never do that again. Please never make that choice ever again. And if you want to see BTS, just be smart with your money, save up your money. You know, if you're a coffee drinker, maybe cut down on the coffee that you're buying every day. Or if you're somebody who always needs to have the latest book or the latest DVDs or go see the latest movies in the theater and buy a big bucket of popcorn and a big thing of soda with it, maybe save on some of that money that you would spend because every little bit that you save can, before long, build up into a big fund that you could be using for BTS concert tickets. That's how I did it. I saved up my money and I was able to purchase BTS concert tickets and Yes, the stadium tour got officially canceled a couple weeks back. I was very sad when I got the email saying that I was going to get the refund. I was really sad. And when I actually got the refund, even though it was nice to have the money back, because I'm like, I'm just going to save this again for the next concert. I felt really sad because it just put a really final stamp on the end of the map of the soul era. And I was, oh, I just really wanted to see that concert. I wanted to see it in person. It was my first comeback as ARMY. I'm very attached to a lot of the songs on the album, especially Shadow and Inner Child, Louder Than Bombs, and We Are Bulletproof the Eternal. Those songs just mean a lot to me. <sighs> a lot. And I really wanted to see them live. But thank you so much to BTS for performing those songs, most of them, in the Map of the Soul on the experience 
I got to watch that and I loved it. And so all is not lost, but at the same time, it was very emotional for me to receive that money back. And I know some people, some very generous, beautiful people took their refund and put it toward pandemic relief and gave it away to others who needed it. I could choose to be embarrassed or ashamed that I held on to my tickets, but I'm not choosing to be embarrassed or ashamed because I know for me, in my heart, in my spirit, in my mind, I need to see BTS live. I need to see them in concert. They really did save me and they pulled me out of a dangerous place in my broken heart and in my mind where I just was not thriving. And I need to see them. And I need to look into their eyes if I can. So I will be saving my money. I will be saving for hopefully a wonderful chance to try to get sound check tickets at some point. So that I might be one of a couple hundred people that would be close enough to actually see BTS and look into their eyes. Even if I never get to talk to them. That I can know what that feels like to look into their eyes at. That's the biggest dream of my life right now because there's not a lot of other things that I really want in life other than to be safe and healthy and happy <laughs> and make a difference in someone's world. Hopefully saving lives, you know, like if you ever hear that someone is suicidal or if you ever hear that someone is homeless, hopefully we can each make a difference in someone's life and not leave them stranded and not leave them stuck and alone. So I do want to be able to do those things and make the world a better place because it was here. I hope that everybody enjoyed seeing BTS in their speech and in their Permission to Dance performance. I thank you so much for coming. And until next time, please stay well. Please practice loving yourself. Even if it's hard, please practice. And practice makes perfect or perfect practice makes perfect. I don't know how to say the, all the things, but you know, a little bit at a time, it will happen. If you keep on focusing on it and if you never give up, it will happen. You will grow to love yourself. Even if you don't right now, it will work eventually. And so just keep on trying and work on it until it happens. As with any dream or goal in life, keep on trying and keep on doing, keep on practicing until you see it come true. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Begin the Search, a podcast inspired by BTS. My voice is about to give out, but thank you so much. And you can find me on Twitter at Kathos Media. I will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye.